There's a lot of things in this old world That just do not make sense Like why there's so few believers on the firing line While so many others sit the fence But if you want to know where the word of God stands And believe it wants to use your feet and hands It's time to take your faith out of the seats And into the streets And come along with me If you only look, then you will see WCNTV Well, welcome. Uh, WCN-TV. I'm Rob Pugh, your host. And WCN is Wisconsin Christian News. Um, we are a, well, we used to be a national newspaper, nationally distributed newspaper, but now we have uh, volunteers in um, London, England, Glasgow, Scotland, and in Wales uh, distributing copies in their neighborhoods. So we're getting out there. You can find out more at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Um, do we have an image of the newspaper we can show? Because we have a new issue that is just coming out today. Um, Lord willing, it's, it's coming off the presses as we speak. Um, so I don't know if, if, can, if the readers can see that or not. I'm sorry, the readers, the viewers. If you can't see it, our front page is, it's time for Christians to get to know Jesus. I think that's a good... Yeah, a very good article amongst up, many yeah. uh, within 48 pages. So so that's coming out today. Um, if you are a uh, subscriber, print subscriber, uh, it's going in the mail to you today. That's what it will look like when it comes to your mailbox. Find out more again at wisconsinchristiannews.com. And again, this is WCN-TV. Uh, you go to wcntv.net and you can actually be on the show with us. We have a couple people uh, joining us today again, and uh, welcome to uh, uh, Donna and Harry and uh, Hadassah. Uh, hopefully, some more will join within the show. But um, today, we are going to talk a little bit about brainwashing. There certainly are a lot of brainwashed people walking around out there. Um, if you'd told me a year ago that we I'd be walking out my door and seeing what I'm seeing and the way people are acting and, and behaving and complying, I, I wouldn't have believed it. It seems like it was so easy to get people to do the most ridiculous of things. You know, they're wearing one mask now, now they want us to wear two masks. Maybe they should just go ahead and recommend, you know, maybe the Fauci should come out and do a press conference and recommend the old uh, plastic bread bag over the head with the, with the tie around the neck and achieve their goals a little faster. Um, I'm kidding. So, 
But honestly, two masks now, lining up for the vaccines, and then there's the election that so many people believe is absolutely valid. Um, I mean, a pillow salesman understands it. Why doesn't anybody else get it? It, it seems pretty obvious. There's there's clear evidence. We have the videos. We have thousands upon thousands of signed affidavits from people who were there who saw exactly what took place, what happened. And yet they still think that um, here we are a month into this new administration and they still think it's legitimate. Um, I don't know. I guess you tell a lie long enough and, and people will believe it. But, you know, the other side has everything at their disposal as far as the media, every media outlet, every social media outlet. Um, they've got the public schools and colleges to get their information out. But um, our side, when we try to bring up the truth and we actually show absolute proof, um, they call us conspiracy theorists. So um, we have a very good guest uh, planning to join us here shortly. Um, but in the meantime, let me just go over. Do we have that uh, graphic on COVID, Jared? Is that There we go. Make that larger so I can see it. Yeah. So this is my county. And as you can see, here it starts off with the cases. Um, Wish I had the population. I don't have the total population. But um, as you can see, in starts uh, right around July is is zero. Um, get a little bit of a spike in the middle of the summer, and then it goes to you know zero again, and then we get a little higher about October, November, December. Aren't those the months that people normally get colds and flus? But no, now it's COVID. One good thing that did come out of this is that COVID has done away with colds and flus. There's no such thing. And if you look at the deaths, zero all the way through summer while we 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 uh, canceled everything. Um, and then right now, if you look at today, we're back to zero again. Um, everything is dropping if you look at these graphs. These graphs are actually from the CDC. We're not making these up. You can go right to cdc.gov, and you can find it. Uh, testing, yes, testing is up. Uh, they're big on the testing. I was at the doctor yesterday just waiting for him to ask me if I wanted my COVID test, and just waiting. But, no, oh, he kind of knows where I'm at on that. Um, hospital admissions. Um, now, if you look at this, this was actually uh, the week of January 22nd. So we're going back all the way back to the end of January. Um, so it's almost a month old. And I would assume that we're probably, this graph has continued downward. Percent of beds used for COVID, 4.35. These are COVID beds. Um, a lot of times the uh, the health officials will come out and um deliberately skew the information. They'll say they're overrun with patients. Um, their COVID beds are full. Um, overwhelmed. The situation is a hospital has a certain number of beds. So if they have 100 beds and 
are designated as COVID beds, then when those four beds are full, they're overrun with COVID patients. So they can come out and say, we're overrun. We don't know what to do. We're, we've, you know, we're talking about four patients, just so you understand that. And again, um, in uh, G- the end of January of, uh, well, end of last month, everything is down. And yet now they're telling us wear two masks, not one. Again, we're talking brainwashing. People are brainwashed like you wouldn't believe. Um, is our guest ready? Are you, are you still tuning up there, Brandon? We have Brandon House of Worldview Weekend with us today. How are you doing? All right. Sorry about that. Oh, looks good. You look good. Thank you. So how was your show? It was good. Thank you for asking. Yes. So, well, I wanted to get you on because you had a lot of great information, a lot of good intel prior to the election. We're going to talk about the topic at hand also, but I wanted to just ask you up front because I have had a couple of our readers contact me um, because a lot of people had been following the intel that you were putting out. And when things fell through on January 20th, everybody's like, what do you think of Brandon House? Is he just, you know, is he full of baloney? Where is he getting this stuff? And, and we followed him all this time, and, and now look what happened. And no, um, actually, we all had very good uh, sources, very good intel from very good, trustable sources. So I don't know what happened. Brandon, do you know what happened? I know that I never put my tie up the whole time. I- I did it for radio and didn't put it back up for TV. So sorry. I didn't know if that was if that was a new style. You, no. You're just small on my screen, so I I didn't want to. I don't want to mention it. I'm small in real life. What are you talking about? Not, now you look good. Now you look five, good. Five. Uh, well, you know, I don't know. You know, you might give me a little context of what, what people were saying. Were they were they not believing that fact that we had people that could see the steel in real time? Is that what they were doubting? They were doubting. Um, I, I guess some of the. Um, um, some of the people that you had as guests on the show and some yeah. of the intel that you were putting out. Yeah. and um, But we were putting the same stuff out because we had the same information. And um, so... Well, you know, they, if any of them have seen absolute proof, you know, from this studio, Mike Lindell came in here for six days. We filmed absolute proof in three days. We post-edited it from our studio here in three days. And if anyone watches the two-hour video, you're going to have a hard time believing we did all that in six days. But we were pulling 21-hour days. The last day was a 24-hour day. The video has now had 100 million, over 100 million views globally. It had 70 million in the first seven days. And it has been seen by some of the highest-ranking members of government. Uh, it, it has been seen by people. If I said their names, everybody would know these names. Uh, it's been overwhelming. Um we have more that will be coming out. We have another documentary that's already uh, in production with the, some of the same players uh, that produced this one, myself, Mary Fanning, Mike Lindell. Um, so, again, the evidence speaks for itself. We must be over the target because this apparently some of the folks in the intelligence community, the I would call them the black hat in the intel, there's white hat and there's black hat. Some of the black hat people are pretty upset, and they're they're out there writing lies after lies after lies. Uh, about some of the people tied to the film. 
Uh, and as General McInerney says, when you're taking that much flack, you must be right over the target. You know, they attack those they attack those who they fear the most. And the deep state is very afraid of Mike Lindell. The, the deep state's afraid of Donald Trump. We know that. But now the deep state's afraid of Mike Lindell. And the reason the deep state's afraid of Mike Lindell, I believe, is because he's 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 made a connection with the American people. He, I mean, his own book, uh, you know, <laughs> details his life from crack addict to CEO. I mean, that's his book. I think that's the, the subtitle, right? He's detailed. He's gone into great detail about where he came from. It's obvious where he's at today. And this is the American dream. It's the it's the story of redemption. It's the story of a guy who placed his faith and trust in Christ alone and has seen old things pass away and behold, all things have become new. And he's a new creation. So he's he's embracing a Judeo-Christian worldview. He talks about the gospel. He talks about getting people to understand the good news of salvation through Jesus. Um, then he's embracing a Jude, uh, not only a Judeo-Christian worldview, but he's embracing the free market system. Well, what did Karl Marx say? My object in life is to dethrone God and destroy capitalism. Mike Lindell has become a representative in many ways of those things, of God, representative of God and the free market system. And what did Karl Marx say? My object in life is to dethrone God and destroy capitalism. So he makes a connection, Mike Lindell does, with the American people, and they're afraid of him. They're afraid of the fact that he has so much courage. He has such a humongous platform that he could put out this documentary and have it be seen by 70 million people in seven days. Then he just bought out the airtime at One American News for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday that the documentary came out. I mean, we finished it up literally at 5.45 a.m. And uh, we got it to the One American News on their uploaded to them. By the time they were able to us get it uploaded took a while then download it get it into their servers we had five minutes to spare before it started airing at the 10 o'clock eastern standard time that had been advertised five minutes to spare and then it ran all that friday all that saturday all that sunday monday and then again he and steve bannon did a special on it that we produced for them uh last week on one american news so that's 70 millions not counting all of that airtime on one american news and so this is the platform that mike lindell has and uh well, and but you where should see, you know, I, where, I, did, where they I, I, I don't see them attacking the facts. They attack personalities. They attack people. But why don't they refute the facts of the film? Yeah. So the deep state, the intelligence, the dirty, the dirty actors in the intel community. And by the way, let me just tell you, some of these conservative groups that Americans are following, I believe from my research, I believe some of these groups are front groups for the CIA. I believe some of these conservative websites you think you're going to, I think they're doing the bidding. I don't want to, I don't know if they're front groups themselves or if they're being paid or what, but let's not forget about the 1970s and the hearings, the mockingbird hearings on how the media was being used by the intelligence community to regurgitate the line. Now I think then it was regurgitating the line of anti-communism, but today it's flipped and it's now parroting the line of pro-communism. So the intelligence community, we're living in a police state. And what's ironic is when we held our conference the middle of October in the Ozarks on that Saturday afternoon, I had a we had a luncheon for our top donors. And I said to them, middle of October, I said, my focus is now going to transition from monitoring evangelicalism with my books, Religious Trojan Horse, to Coming Religious Right, Marxianity. My focus is now going to move toward the, a police state because evangelicalism, as we know, it has completely collapsed. It is completely collapsed. Well, yeah. Even localism, we know it has zero, zero influence in the world and the culture today. There are no more leaders like Adrian Rogers. 
There are no more leaders like D. James Kennedy. There are no more leaders like, and you na- n- name one of them, right? Evangelicalism has been penetrated and flipped, and it was the last line of defense that I was fighting for along with others. Well, now it's gone. Now, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. The Bible tells it, tells us that. So it's up to individual churches now, real churches, real shepherds, real Christians. But the evangelicalism that we know it today, which has become a neo-evangelicalism about social justice and all this white privilege, it's collapsed. And so I said to my, my top donors in the middle of October at our Saturday afternoon banquet in the Ozarks, my focus will now be preparing real Christians in the real church for the coming police state. And I said that the middle of October. Now look where we're at. Now look at what's happening to this country. And we got 44 executive orders the last time I checked by this Joe Biden character that are pro-communist China. 47, actually, as of today. Um, and most of those he did in the first week. So um, we are now a month into it. And um, how do Americans like life under communism? Um, it's, uh, I mean, we've, we've been here before. We, we were here for eight years. Um, Obama apparently didn't accomplish enough. And then we had the, uh, the surprise attack from, from Donald Trump. Uh, you know, the, uh, the other side didn't have their machinery tuned up well enough because they didn't really expect him to win, so they didn't really try hard. Well, I but also now we are expected words. to believe that a man who can't get 12 people to his rallies has actually gotten millions more votes than a man who has had tens of thousands at every single one of his rallies, and he did two or three a day. Yep. But I, I was I, at several I, of them. So I understand that there may have been a country that got involved in 2016 and stopped some of the computer flipping. So the reason Donald Trump won in 2016 may, I stress may, from my information, from credible sources in the intelligence arena, there may have been a, co- a country that got involved and stopped the flipping of one particular state. And I think that may have been why Hillary Clinton was having, it's reported, a complete meltdown when she found out she lost because she thought it was going to be completely captured for her electronically, as, as they did. And they, as you said, they tuned everything up and brought in COVID in the ballots to make sure that everything was taken care of in uh, 2020. Well, they may have been afraid um, that Hillary would, would have won because she may have just a little bit more power than they're willing to deal with. And um, whereas uh, with the choice that they made this time, uh, we have nothing but an absolute puppet. Um, so whatever they want, they got. But anyway, we are going to be getting into the topic of your new uh, docu-movie, um, Brainwashed, part one. Um, that's just come out, hasn't it, Brandon? Yes, we premiered it Sunday night. It's been uh, two years in production literally researching it for 30 years, but in production for two years, and we released part one Sunday night. Normally, like my documentary Siege or my documentary Sabotage, this one is six hours, came out in 2018. This one is eight and a half hours, came out in 2019. We sell them all. We sell them. I mean, that's how we cover the cost of production and, and, and use it toward the general operating budget of our network. But this one, we took a step of faith, and we decided to put it out for free. And instead of waiting for all six hours to be done, uh, and I think that's what it'll end up being is six hours. It may be seven or eight, but I think it's going to be six. Uh, I decided to release it in parts because I believe this information is so vital. And so 
step of faith that we just gave away. We just put it out there for free and people can stream it for free at brainwashthemovie.com. And what we ask them to do is go to the page and find the code. You can embed a code and you can actually embed our player on your website. So we ask people not to, um, not to download the documentary anywhere, but they can take the code from that's on the page there and embed it on their website, our player. And, uh, it's uh, a lot of people are saying it's a great follow up to absolute proof. And because the, the, the largest brainwashing, uh, I think, psych op performed on the American people was COVID-19, which is really ironic because I was writing the script for this. And I thought to myself, what one thing can I use to convince my audience that they have been under a psych op? What, what could they all understand? And then COVID-19 happened. And I think COVID-19 was one of the largest psych ops ever performed on the American people. Fauci, as you'll see in the documentary, no, no need to wear a mask. No need to wear a mask. Then he flips. Oh, you got to wear a mask. Now you got to wear a mask. Now you got to wear two or three of them, I guess. You know, so so it's been a complete psych op. You have people running around being arrested for not wearing a mask while the people that are arresting them aren't wearing a mask. You have um, disinformation coming from all over the place. And I contend in the documentary that that disinformation, conflicting information, anxiety is all used as part of the brainwashing operation as developed by the Tavistock Institute in the 40s, particularly in the 1940s, 30s and 40s. They studied people who went through a state of war. And what they found out is when people are put under a great stress and anxiety, then they will accept ideas that they otherwise would not accept. And so I believe the great stress and anxiety and the conflicting information is all part of a method to allow for brainwashing and group herd, the herd instinct, the group herd. And so people that didn't want to wear a mask, you're selfish. You're, you know, you're mentally disturbed. I even show an article, I think it was from Newsweek, that people don't wear a mask might be narcissistic. So all of this is in the documentary to show that, that, that COVID-19 was one of the biggest psychops ever. Then I lay out what is brainwashing, the history of brainwashing, how our men were brainwashed during the POWs, American POWs of the Korean War, uh, I show how the Chinese were brainwashed in the 1949 Communist Revolution in China. And then part two is going to pick up with the next largest psych op ever carried out, I think, on the American people thus far. And that is that we had a free and fair election. So I, thought I, have, a, uh, I have about a four or five minute clip here of um, of the movie. Can we show that now? Please. Let's please. do that. And then we'll get into some of those topics. Since 1990, I've been researching the topic of brainwashing. Whether you call it propaganda, information operation, psychological warfare, behavior modification, active measures, character assassination, command and control warfare, historical revisionism, political warfare, or disinformation, the goals are the same. The complete and total control of an individual, a group, society, and culture through the transformation of the values, beliefs, and ideas of the target of the brainwashing operation. Once their values have been compromised, rejected, and replaced with the values of the power elite overseeing the brainwashing warfare, their worldview upon which their values were built is replaced with a new foundation. Once the values of an individual or group have been replaced, their conduct or behavior is transformed. Brainwashing is about power and control. Brainwashing relies upon lies, deception, manipulation, bullying, shaming, 
the destruction of individualism, the promotion of group consensus, an attack on people of conviction and courage, and the creation of chaos to induce fear and then surrender. Every American has been subjected to the techniques of brainwashing, whether they know it or not. In fact, a vast majority of Americans for several generations have been successfully brainwashed to one degree or another. The question is, have you been brainwashed? And if so, to what extent? If you have been brainwashed, how do you undo the damage? Do you know the techniques that are used every day in every area of life to facilitate brainwashing? How can you rescue your family, friends, and fellow citizens from the psychological warfare of the elite and change agents? What are the most powerful weapons for destroying the success of any brainwashing operation? Today, the lies of brainwashing hide under many well-known masking terms, such as social justice, the common good, white privilege, racism, multiculturalism, climate change, interfaith dialogue, political correctness, feminism, tolerance, globalism, deconstructionism, anti-authoritarianism, the peace movement, environmental justice, the right to die, universal health care, sustainable development, global values, situational ethics, children's rights, family planning, reparations, gender equality, group consensus, community standards, a livable wage, and democracy. These are just a few of the masking terms that hide the agenda of socialism, cultural Marxism, and the in-game goal of globalism. Through this docu-movie, we will expose and refute the brainwashing propagated by the power centers, their change agents, and the useful idiots within education, media, religion, and government. The success of the decades of brainwashing can be clearly seen through the destructive nature of the values, beliefs, and actions of many Americans. Okay, so Brandon, if you didn't have a trailer for your movie, now you do. I made you made you a clip there. <laughs> so that was very well said. Very well said. So in uh, you know, why, why don't we why don't we start off by defining what brainwashing actually is? Uh, because we've seen more of it in the last year than I ever thought we'd see in a lifetime, and it happens so fast, and we've got nothing but a, a world of compliant sheep out there. Yeah, Merriam-Webster Dictionary has many definitions. One of it is propaganda or salesmanship. And so propaganda is is a great word for brainwashing. I, you know, I obviously went through a lot of them, uh, disinformation, information warfare, uh, active measures. The KGB used that term, active measures. And uh, so there are a lot of words for it. And today you have a lot of their ideologies hiding under masking terms that are meant to accomplish the goal of brainwashing, which is Edward Hunter, one of the leading experts on brainwashing, who studied the uh, not only the POWs, American POWs that came out of the Korean War, but he studied how the Chinese brainwashed some 50 to 70 million Chinese to go along with communism after the 1949 communist revolution in China. And Edward Hunter says that one of the things you have to do in brainwashing 
is to cause people to lose faith in the va- their values, to lose faith in their values, to shake them loose. And that's exactly what many of the ideas or philosophies hiding behind masking terms like social justice, white privilege, uh, nationalism, uh, meaning, you know, the people they, who they want to say, well, you're a nationalist, as though they want to tie you to, to the Nazis. Well, what the Nazis believed in their form of nationalism is not the same kind of nationalism uh, as is embraced by many patriotic, God-fearing Americans. There are many definitions to nationalism. Hitler's nationalism was a national socialism. That was the Nazi party, the National Socialist Workers Party. <clears throat> and nationalism, the bad nationalism, <clears throat> is the state is of primary importance. The state is of primary importance. Well, that's not conservative constitutionalist. We don't believe the state is of primary importance. We believe in individual rights, and those rights are ordained by God, the laws of nature, nature's God. So when we say nationalism as conservatives, we mean national borders, national sovereignty, a national currency. If we lose our national currency and we lose our national borders, we really cease to be a country. What defines a country, many things, but two very important ones are your own national currency and your own national borders. And what do we see them pushing for today? Open borders, open society, George Soros, who actually worked with the Nazis as a 14-year-old and went around collecting the property of Jews and told 60 Minutes he didn't feel bad about that. Um, so you get rid of your borders, and then you get rid of your currency. And what are they doing now? They're destroying the dollar. They're talking about going to a global currency. They're talking about going to a, a digital currency. So <clears throat> in my documentary, I lay out that they're trying to shake Americans loose from their values. And that's what Edward Hunter, one of the premier experts on brainwashing, who's now deceased, said. You have to shake people loose from their values. And that's what you see happening today. And that's what Herbert Marcuse of the Frankfurt School talked about, a long march through the institutions. And he said the new way of revolution would be this, a diffused and dispersed disintegration of the system, the American system, and that involves its values. And, you, and he said that. You must attack the existing morality of the culture. Well, when he said this back <clears throat> in the uh, uh, 50s and 60s, that you must attack the existing morality of the culture, what was the morality then? It was absolute truth, Judeo-Christian values. So brainwashing is about attacking the traditional God-given values uh, of a society and causing people to no longer have faith in those values. The free market system doesn't work. As they tell you, if you believe in it, you're racist. If you stand up for the flag and the national anthem, you're a racist. If you believe in national borders, you're a racist. You know, if you if you uh, have advanced in life, it's probably because of your skin color, white privilege. Yet, what do they say about all the the black Americans that are billionaires? Oprah Winfrey, the former owner or the owner of or founder of Black Entertainment TV, both out of Mississippi. I mean, and born in in poverty, I think both of them. I know Oprah was, <clears throat> and both billionaires. I mean, they're black Americans from the South, the racist South, as they try to tell us. I'm here in Memphis, and yet these folks became billionaires. I mean. What about all the Indians? What about all the folks from, from Asia that are now just excelling amazingly in America, surpassing in grades and income white Americans? So this white privilege, what about Asian privilege for Pete's sake? They're not going to talk about that. But this is, this is what brainwashing is about, convincing Americans that America is a bad place and the values that made us great are dangerous, racist, and evil. 
Okay, we've got a, uh, a quick break to take, and um, I think this is about two minutes long, and we'll be back with Brandon House from Worldview Weekend. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from simplycleanfoods.net, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Right now, Amazon Prime members will receive fast two-day shipping. Go to simplycleanfoods.net. That's simplycleanfoods.net. But do it today. At the McClario Firm, it all starts with family. We're here to serve you and your family, online or in person. Call today for a free consultation. The McClario Firm, your law firm for life. Start. Pornography is a destructive force. It destroys individuals, families, and fuels the out-of-control demand for sex trafficking. 45% of Christian families say porn is a problem in their home, but why aren't churches and public schools talking about this? Fear. People who view porn think they're the only one. It's a lie. Statistically, more people view porn than who do not and struggle in silence. www.lynnfrederick.com. You can find the book I wrote about my own battle with porn and the presentations that I do for churches and public schools. lynnfrederick.com. Okay, we're back at uh, WCN-TV with Brandon House as our guest from Worldview Weekend. Uh, he has just released a uh, docu-movie called Brainwashed, and that's our topic for today. Um, Brandon, you list 12 historically proven steps that the communists have used to capture the minds of Americans and collapse our country. And um, I guess they've done remarkably well over the last year in 2020. What do you think is coming in 2012 and 2021? And what are those 12 steps? Are they going to be uh, amping those up here in the next eight months? Absolutely, Rob. Ten months? Yeah, absolutely, Rob. And thank you again for having me on. Um, yes. What, what do I see coming? Well, one of the things we do here is predict trends. And a lot of people don't like, you know, the trends. I mean, you started out the show with some people doubting what we were saying, you know, about this election, you know. So people seem to have a really hard time handling bad news in America. In fact, in this documentary at brainwashthemovie.com, I play the audio clips and video of former KGB officer Yuri Bezmenov, who was a propaganda agent expert from 1984. And he said, I know Americans don't like to hear bad news. And, and I thought how ironic that he would say that because it's so true. And whenever you put out the truth, you often hear, as you started out, people questioning, well, is this really true? What do you make of what he's saying? This can't be right. Well, they did this to me in uh, my book, Reclaiming a Nation at Risk, which I thought I had next to me, but I don't. But that book I wrote in 1995, my first book in 93, my second book in 95, I, I wrote in that book that America was headed toward corporate fascism. And when I wrote that, I remember some people saying, are you crazy? That'll never happen in America. And yet, what are we at today? Corporate fascism. Uh, and what is that? Big government and big business merging together. And if you don't think that's what's going on, then people need to do a little research on <laughs> Facebook 
and Google and Twitter and uh, Jack Dorsey and Martin Zuckerberg and what's going on there. Because as we detail in our documentary, Absolute Proof, the one I did with Mike Lindell, uh, again, executive producer of this was Mike Lindell, myself, and Mary Fanning. And they can watch that for free at um, wvwtv.com slash proof. It's two hours, wvwtv.com slash proof. But in this documentary, I have Dr. Shiva, the man that invented the email. Time Magazine has documented that. His his uh, computer cards and everything are on display in the Smithsonian. He invented email when he was 14 years old. Uh, he has four MIT degrees. Dr. Shiva at this news desk talks about how when he was out there talking about voter fraud in his U.S. Senate primary election, that the Secretary of State of Massachusetts, he said in this documentary, contacted Twitter, and this is, I guess, proven through a court case that he has. So this is all documented in court records, he says. That the Secretary of State of Massachusetts contacted Twitter and had him shut down. And he went on to say that a lot of people want to say big tech, big tech, big tech. He said it's big government. Big government is controlling and working with big tech. Big government is working with big tech. It's corporate fascism. Well, I wrote that in my book in 95. And people said, oh, that would never come to America. So when I when you ask me what is coming, I can tell you what the trends are. I mean, I said in that book in 95 that the violence coming to America and the violence in the streets of America will look like something out of a movie. Look what happened in 2020, right? In this documentary in 2018, Sabotage, we talked about Antifa targeting people in homes and groups in 2018. Look what happened in 2020. So, Well, and we're not claiming to be prophets here. No. Um, no just, just to make that clear, we're taking, taking clear information um, from history and looking at what's happening currently and predicting what is on its way very quickly. And um, right. like, I, like I started out the, the show with, if you told me um, I'd be walking out my door and getting my fast food from a surgeon every day, uh, they're all wearing masks. Um, a year ago, I wouldn't have believed you because 2020 was insane. And I think it's going to only get worse because now um, they have nothing to stop them. Well, I, I, in this movie, Brainwashed America, I state that if someone had written a script in 2019, based on what unfolded in 2020, in 2019, everyone would have laughed and said, that's a stupid movie. That stuff would never happen. Americans would never allow it. The government would never try to do that. Your local mayor and city council would never do that. No, there's no way Americans would sit still while people are arrested for keeping their business open for a virus that has a death rate of 0.003, mostly kills people 78 years of age and older with underlying conditions. They say that they would never arrest people for keeping their gym open, their hair salon. No, there was no way they would ever take they would tase, arrest and tase a woman sitting outside, not wearing a surgical mask, watching a football game of her young child, and they would be, she'd be arrested and tased. You wouldn't believe that in 2019, and yet that's exactly what you see in my documentary at BrainwashTheMovie.com. And all that goes along, again, with this idea of creating an enemy. And, and if you don't follow the group mandate, the group herd mentality and the agenda of the change agents, now you're irresponsible, you're selfish, you're dangerous, you're narcissistic, you're mentally ill, and now you're a domestic terrorist. And so this is all about setting up people so you can pick the target, as Solitsky said, freeze it and polarize it. And that's what's going on. And as we go into these 12 steps of uh, that I have figured out from t- literally 30 years of, of uh, studying this topic, 
The first one is playing out right in front of our face. The first step of brainwashing is you must you must remove moral, courageous leaders. You must move them out of the way. Now, this came about from looking at what they did to our American POWs during the Korean War. During the Korean War, when our American soldiers were taken into custody as POWs, the first thing the communists did was size up who they had in custody. If you were religious, according to the government study done in 1956 by William E. Mayer, if you were religious, you were immediately removed to a reactionary camp. You were considered unredeemable. But if you also had the courage to lead, the temerity to lead, the, 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 the um, inclination of leadership, and to organize an escape, to organize disruption of the propaganda in the POW camp, because that's where they were brainwashed, as we'll see. If you were going to be a problem for them with the herd instinct and the group consensus, you were removed. Now, you know what percentage of men they had to remove from the others? They only had to remove 5%. They only had to remove 5% of the men away from the other 95%. And if they remove 5% of the leaders, the other 95% will go along. Now, that is exactly what's happening today. And I detail this, and I'll go into this more extensively in part two, which will be out May 1st, which is Communist Day. And so I've picked May 1st to release part two that's now in production. And a perfect example of this, it's amazing the things that keep happening as I'm in production. And I'm like, well, that has to go in the film because that's proving our point. And this is what's happening right now with point one of the 12 steps and how it's being proven. Mike Lindell is a perfect example, and there are others. Donald Trump was one, but Mike Lindell is an example, uh, and there are many Americans that this has been done to, but he's a very visible figure that everybody can see it, and that is you must destroy leaders. And Mike Lindell, coming from a position of being a professing Christian, a businessman, an entrepreneur, he has a big voice now, right? And so what are they doing? They're attacking him. And I will play a clip in part two of Anderson Cooper just trashing on Mike Lindell to his face in an interview. And then you look at how the media is treating him and making fun of him and mocking his past drug addiction. And Jimmy Kimmel, by the way, has played clips of our documentary and mocked it. Why? Is oh, it's that? amazing. I've, I've, I have done a lot of research um, on, on the movie. Um, Absolute proof, and it's amazing what they're what they're saying. Um, where, where they're where they're even coming up with this stuff, uh, just to like you said, just trash his reputation, absolutely make him a laughing stock. But um, and that's what you have to do with, to, to to accomplish goal one of the brainwashing. Yeah, but they're doing that to the guy. But how can you do that to the facts? And the facts are there. <laughs> well, the facts the, are the movie's there. filled but, with facts. But what they're trying to do is show people. This is what we will do to you if you step forward and lead. If you step forward and lead, if you go against the group consensus, we'll attack you personally. We will try to destroy you personally. We will do our best to destroy your business. So they're you, they're, what's happening to Mike Lindell, he's just the start, folks. They're going to work their way down until they oh, have I, I see it happening now. We actually have, um, you know, there are businesses that will not allow you in their business without a mask in our area. 
and we don't go there. But um, if you look at some of the reviews online, um, you'll see people trashing them because they don't require you to wear a mask. So they're ruining your reputation online and and taking right. it down from five stars to two stars and uh, just saying the worst things. And we actually seek out places like that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, you said 5% in Korea that they, they had to remove. I don't think you'd have to remove that many. I think you'd, you'd be looking at more like 2% here in America. Um, just based on who's wearing the mask and who's not. Well, that's, you know, that's where we're at. And that's step one of the 12 steps. And, um, you know, it's uh, sad to see. But when people have seen this documentary, I, when we, we had the premiere Sunday night, and now, of course, anyone can watch it at brainwashthemovie.com, the response has been quite amazing. We've gotten a retired three-star general, retired two-star general, the former a deputy assistant director of the counterterrorism division of the FBI. They've all sent in. They've all sent in endorsements of the documentary. I mean, that's pretty pretty humbling. A retired three-star general that was in charge of all the nukes for the Pentagon, Alaska NORAD. Pretty amazing to have his endorsement. Another two-star general, and as I said, the former deputy assistant director of the counterterrorism division of the FBI, who actually studied communism and fought and monitored the communists penetrating the United Nations. And, and they're all retired, and they're they're of a different generation. And they're watching this documentary, and they recognize what it is they're seeing. But one of the things that we've heard from citizens is, thank you for this film, but I feel so foolish. I feel so foolish that I didn't realize that this is what the tactic was. This is what they're doing. Well, I would say to Americans, don't, don't beat yourself up, because this is very deceptive. And... Um, it's meant to not be understood. In fact, in the documentary, I quote the fact that the communists count on fat people not to be able to identify it. That is why this film, Brainwashed America, is so dangerous to their agenda, because as Edward Hunter, one of the experts on communism, uh, on brainwashing and communism, said is they count on you not to be able to identify it. They deliberately conceal it and hide it so that you don't realize what they're putting you through. So Americans don't beat yourself up that you didn't see it and get it because they have they have they have camouflaged it on purpose. And unless you are someone that really studies this and studies the social sciences or the psychological operation of warfare they're carrying out or the disinformation campaign, whatever you want to call it, active measures, you're not going to recognize it because that's how it's played. That's how they win. Well, I recognized what was happening um, you know, last year within uh, in about seven days. <laughs> I pretty much had it had it pegged, and um, I, I didn't realize they were going to uh, take it to the extent that they did, where they absolutely canceled the entire year. But um, but they did no no Fourth of July, no no nationalistic uh, pride, you know, none of that. But um, by the way, it's interesting you mentioned that. Because as we get to the end of part one, people want to know what is part of the solution. And I play part of the farewell address of Ronald Reagan. And Ronald Reagan warns in his farewell address of a um, a real crisis in uh, a lack of patriotism, uh, an informed patriotism, as he calls it. And he says we need a resurgence of informed patriotism. And then I cut to a clip of former KGB officer Yuri Besmanov, who again was a propaganda agent, who defected, who in 1984 says, when asked by my friend G. Edward Griffin, 
what what is the answer? What can people do? He said, teach patriotism. Well, do you know that's what they do in the Soviet Union, the former Soviet Union, Russia, particularly China? I mean, these people are very patriotic to their country, but notice how they're trying to destroy patriotism in our country. And so, of course, their patriotism is part of the brainwashing. You know, in North Korea, they hold their leader up as some kind of deity. So our patriotism is not based on lies or brainwashing or propaganda. Our patriotism is based on values. They're based on uh, a constitutional republic. And when William Blackstone was asked, one of the leading scholars for the Founding Fathers, what is a constitutional republic? He said, what the divine is ruled on, we don't rule against. So our patriotism is really rooted in the belief of God-ordained truths, absolute truth. Well, that's ironic because one of the 12 steps of brainwashing is you teach people that there is no such thing as absolute truth, that truth is relative. And so they're very busy involved in what's called deconstructionism, deconstructing absolute truth for all areas of life. And that's a big part of, of dialectical materialism, which is a big word and people's eyes might roll back in their head, but dialectical materialism basically is just destroy the foundation of absolute truth. And once you destroy that foundation, you can do it by teaching values that are contrary to a constitutional republic. So you don't go after the foundation. I want people really understand this. You don't go after the foundation itself initially. You go after the values that the foundation is based on. So you go after the values that a constitutional republic is based on, which is what? Self-government, absolute truth, individual liberty, individual rights, rights ordained by God, not the state. So you don't attack the foundation. You attack the values stemming from the foundation. And once you attack the values and you now move away from individual responsibility to group consensus, group salvation, you move away from all rights are ordained by God to all rights are ordained by the government. Once you destroy all those values and inculcate a whole generation or two or three with those values, guess what the group wants? They themselves don't want the foundation anymore. So now their values, they turn around and they say, get rid of this uh, unfair, uh, racist, unjust foundation of the Constitution. And now, as you'll see in my documentary at Brainwashed, the movie.com, they're even putting out at the uh, within our own government that the founding fathers were terrorists. And the founding fathers, of course, were were in favor of some kind of white privilege and terror, and therefore they're terrorists, right? So once you change their values, enough Americans will say, we want the foundation now to agree with our values. And so they will demand the destruction of your own country and foundation of government because you went after their values first. That's the culture war. That's the long march through the institution. That's the attacking the existing morality of the culture, as Herbert Marcuse, a Marxist, said. Then the people demand an overthrow of your government. The people, your own people, will demand overthrowing your own government with a revolution. And that's burn down the American plantation. That's all the different phrases they're using today, tearing down the system. And I have the clips of these people saying this in the documentary. So we're now going through a, a, a process that is enemies foreign and domestic, much of it being funded by China through socialist communist front groups like the, like the Freedom Road Socialist Organization. But if you understand that the whole thing is about getting rid of their values and replacing them with the new values, then you can see where enough people say, well, we just need to throw, overthrow our whole government and start anew. And who's doing it? 
We are. This is why Nikita Khrushchev said to the Secretary of Agriculture, Ezra Taft Benson, when he came to America, he said, we will feed you small doses of socialism until you wake up and realize you have communism and your kids will fall and your grandkids will fall over into our hand like overripe fruit. Now we have seven out of 10 young people, millennials, wanting to live under some form of socialism, be it socialism, fascism, or communism. Well, I wonder what your what your chances, Brandon, would be of getting this information out in a public school or a uh, public uh, university. Wouldn't happen. Yeah, it's... Uh, the teacher that played it would probably be fired. Probably, probably, yeah. We do, we do, uh, we are friends with uh, Bradley Dean, who does uh, high school assemblies um, and, and does get a lot of this information out to the kids. And it's, the, in most cases, it's the first time they've ever heard anything like it. Um, but, but you've got everything there. You've got the resources. I would encourage people to get these resources um, from Brandon's website and get them to the young people who are brainwashed. They've been brainwashed their entire lives. Look at the kids. How old are the kids now that were, um, how old were, well, if they were 10 years old in uh, 2008, um, they're 20 years old now, 20, going on 21, 2008 when Obama started. Um, now they're 20, and they are ripe for the picking with Antifa and BLM and all those other groups. So um, they, they've gone their, their entire lives. Um, oh, there was a little four-year period in there when they were, they were taught love is love and, and love wins, and we, we got to love everybody, but we got to hate Donald Trump. <laughs> so I want to give time to our studio audience. We have a few people out there. Anyone have a question for Brandon um, that you would like to ask? Now is your chance. I think they're all tongue-tied. Okay. All right. Well, it is what it is. So tell me, tell me again, what what you see coming in in twenty twenty one. We're in February, uh, middle of February here, and um, this didn't really all start for us until uh, middle of March last year. That's right. Well, what I see coming is uh, many things, but one is you're going to continue to see the criminalization of conservatives, Christians, conservative Jews, you know, you criminalize them, you, uh, you, you attack them, you legalize the, the removal of their civil liberties. And so anything that you, to do to criminalize and shut down opposition, you know, what we've been seeing with the deplatforming, the shadow banning, this is just the beginning. And I'm very concerned about what they're going to do in regards to uh, the Second Amendment. Uh, I'm concerned about what they're going to do with hate crime legislation, fairness doctrine, what they're going to do to Christian radio and TV, uh, conservative radio and TV. So I'll be watching for that. But I would also be keeping your eye on what just happened at the Great Reset Global Conference, the World Economic Forum. We were the first TV show to show the World Economic Forum and Great Reset. And then, of course, after we showed it, then it started trickling out and it just became, went viral. But we were already following the World Economic Forum in great detail, and a lot of people, have, you know, they just weren't aware of them. And we were the first TV show to show the interactive wheel of the Great Reset. And so live on TV, we're showing this interactive wheel of, of the World Economic Forum, and right at the center was COVID-19. And they were talking about how they're going to use COVID-19 to transform the world. And so what's so ironic is their own wheels tells you everything. 
You don't have to take my word for it. They talked about a digital currency. They talked about global governance, their word, not mine. They're talking about a digital society. I mean, it, it's crazy what they lay out. Now, people say, okay, wait a minute now. These people are nuts, you know. Uh, yeah, well, they are, but look at who's with them. World leaders. If you watched any of their Great Reset conference uh, that just ended, you know, 10 days ago or whatever it was, you're talking about all kinds of world leaders, people involved in government who are actively in government, who influence governments. Prince Charles, uh, the Secretary General of the United Nations. I mean, again, you're talking about uh, the, the Prime Minister of Canada. You're talking about all these different leaders around the world that were involved saying these are the things we want. So be watching as they continue to destroy national borders and money, currency, money. And what they're doing right now with the American dollar and the inflation, this is exactly what John Maynard Keynes said. I wrote about it in my book in 2009, uh, Grave Influence. John Maynard Keynes, uh, from which we get Keynesian economics, and his idea was that when there's an economic downturn, the government becomes the primary spender. And that's what left the Depression lasting longer. He's one of the founders of the International Monetary Fund, by the way, which in 1969 created what is called the SDR, Special Drawing Rights, which was really the beginning of a global currency, Special Drawing Rights, or SDRs. So the International Monetary Fund was founded by, in part by John Maynard Keynes, who said that we can, by this continuous process of inflation, printing money, you know, easy credit, by this continuous process of inflation, we can steal the majority of the people's wealth and not one man in a million will know what we're doing. Well, if you take out um, any old magazines, Time Magazine, National Geographic, if, you, if your parents or grandparents have any of those magazines left around in the basement, go back to the 60s and 70s and even the 80s and show your young people what you could get a brand new car for. And then it'll blow their mind. I mean, you can look some of these stats up online and you realize what it cost to buy a car in 1970 or 1980. Do the same thing with a house. Look at what it cost to buy the average house, the average medium house in America, 1950, 1960, 1970, 1980, 1990, 2000, 2010, 2020, and just watch this inflation rate. Now, they're going to tell us we had a 2 to 3% inflation rate. That's baloney. They're using a CPI, Consumer Pricing Index, or a basket of goods, and they're changing up the basket of goods. If steak gets too high, they assume you went to chicken. And so instead of using a static basket of goods by which to measure inflation, they don't do that because they want you to not know what the real rate of inflation is. It's not 2 or 3%. And if you do what I told you about looking at the prices of houses and groceries and cars over the years, you can see it just whoop. And so what is this? This is the destruction of currency, of dollars, of capitalism. This is how you keep people from from getting by, and you also get them angry, and you get them angry at the idea of the American system. It doesn't work. It's not fair. Look what capitalism has done. Well, this isn't capitalism. You know, well, yeah, I actually, I, I reported on the, the Great Reset situation months ago, and after seeing some of the uh, videos coming out of Canadian Parliament, and they weren't even trying to hide the fact of what their plan is. Nope. Um, and yeah, it is tied to COVID, and it is tied to the vaccine, and the, and the, uh, digital currency, which will be delivered through the vaccine, which will be required to buy or sell or do anything. So yeah, that is Bill the Gates is, Bill Gates has talked about all this, and then people want to say it's conspiracy, and yet we've got the Washington Post, I think it was, in one of our TV shows, the screenshot of the Washington Post talking about what Bill Gates wants to do, 
talking about implanting a chip in people and then through wireless communication, they can release a chemical that stops someone from being able to procreate, you know? So again, if this is conspiracy, why are, why are we showing screenshots from the Washington Post from a few years ago talking about what Gates is up to? Then you have the ID2020, which held their meetings at the United Nations. So they're tying all of this to many things. Immigration, you know, they, 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 if you want to get into the country, you need to, we need to track you, then we need ID. Now you need it for currency. You need it for all the – they're coming up with every excuse they can come up with to get people to consider going to a biochip and being tracked. So that you're going to continue to see the growth of a police state and a diminishing of individual liberties and freedom. Agreed. Agreed. And we are out of time, Brandon. Um, tell us about uh, where to find things. Where is your website? Where is your movie? Well, if they want to watch this one for free, it's two hours. Brainwashthemovie.com. Brainwashthemovie.com. The second part, part two, comes out May 1st. Thanks for having me on, Rob. Yeah, thanks, Brandon. Uh, always good to hear from you, and keep up the good work. Thanks, Rob. You too. Bye-bye.